This episode is dedicated to Dr. Wayne Dyer. Um, when I first got sober, the concept of transformative thinking really came from Dr. Wayne Dyer. I followed him, his use of words and how he put everything in a digestible way just hit me very hard. And when he passed, it gave me a point of reflection. Um, so Dr. Wayne Dyer, you are the truth. Um, if you guys don't know Dr. Wayne Dyer, he wrote Erroneous Zones and so many other books that were so very helpful to people. And we know him for his famous quote that hit me and it really helps reshape the way I thought about my recovery in life. He said, um, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at begin to change. And that really touched me. So Dr. Wayne Dyer, I know you up there in heaven with supreme consciousness looking down on us. God bless you. And thank you for your devotion and dedication. God bless you. This old podcast is about the sober lifestyle. Style. 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 I promise style. motivation, style. inspiration, and transformation. The sober is dope podcast is about the sober lifestyle. Style. Style. I was able to transform my mind and body and spirit. We won't steer you wrong. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Sober is Dope podcast. I'm your host, Pop Buchanan, and we are officially in 2020, ladies and gentlemen. So God bless us all. May this year bring us all of our dreams and may everything come into a sharp focus for us. Um, congrats on everyone that's been reaching out to me online who had a successful, sober and clean holiday season. We did a lot of prep work. Um, I'm glad you guys tuned in. So now we put all of that behind us and we're moving forward. This episode is based on a masterclass that I, I listened to um, from Oprah Winfrey with T.D. Jakes, Bishop T.D. Jakes. And um, I wanted to approach this, um, the top of the year with a fresh perspective and you know I seek wise instruction so I could bring it back to you guys and we could share the information to help us on our journeys so what I want to talk about today which been re- this subject has been resonating with me I'm in my spirit and it's important to put it in perspective especially after we just did a series um called um why I stopped calling myself an alcoholic, where everyone chimed in and gave their opinions on if they agreed or disagreed. Um, and that was based on an article written in time.com from Holly Whitaker. Um, and get, go get Holly's new book. Um, Holly's the CEO of Tempest. Her new book is out, Quit Like a Woman. So you could check that out. Um, go support her. She's a fellow person in recovery. So support her movement. But this subject um, has been on my mind. And it's um, step out of your history and into your destiny. And ladies and gentlemen, just hearing those words just frame the whole new year for me and how I want to step into 2020. Um, I don't want to step into the new energy of prosperity, recovery, health, wealth, abundance, and grace um, by looking through the rear view mirror of my past. And I, I encourage us 
to have a forward-looking approach towards um, our life and not putting so much or giving so much power away. And it's very important as we reflect and um, we reflect on our addictions, our shortcomings, our faults, our sins, whatever it may be. We're all struggling with something as humans, um, whether it's drugs, process addictions, alcohol, finances, love. A lot of us is dealing with relationship issues. A lot of us is dealing with loss. A lot of us is dealing with a lot of things. Um, but we have to put these things in perspective and it's important to keep these things in our mind so we could be proactive in dealing with them and recovering from them but we can't live inside of these circumstances we have to move on and 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 step out of our circumstances and into more positive circumstances so i want to read you guys some notes that i took um from my research on on this subject and it was some things that um, stood out um first off step out of your history and into your destiny all of our energy is looking backwards and we can't drive forward looking in the rear view. So that's the analogy I want you guys to imagine. How how can I drive this car which represents my life, this a metaphorical vehicle? How can I drive forward if I don't know where I'm going, if I'm constantly looking in the rear view mirror? I may crash the car again. I may crash in my life again. I may crash in my circumstances. So if we and I and I'm gonna put this in some perspective. Let me pit, let me let me focus this for you guys. Um, the, in my experience, before I found my sobriety, what I was doing was I was focusing too much. I was giving power to. You know, my circumstances, whether it was the loss of my dad, whether it was, you know, a relationship that didn't go my way, whether it was a loss of someone I love, I I had this fixation. I was fixated on the circumstance of my present moment, which was becoming my past. Like the people already moved on. My dad, he passed on. The girl that I that I had issues with, she moved on. You know, the situations that I was in, the people moved on. And in reality, I was the only person that was still fixated in that current predicament, which was becoming my past. And I crashed. I crashed and burned. And this negative fixation literally led to uh, my 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 addiction becoming um, a prob- very problematic and out of control, which eventually led to my recovery, right? So now I have to remember that I gave too much power to those negative circumstances. And I'm speaking to anyone right now that may be still struggling with their addiction or maybe still struggling with something in their life. It may be your finances. Right now, you may not be in the optimal, most 
you may not be in a good optimal way with your finances. You may be in a little bit of debt. Things may seem a little bit out of control. You may be in a relationship that needs a lot of work. Maybe things that with you and your spouse are not working. Uh, maybe you recently have lost someone in your life that, that's meaningful for you. Maybe you're currently struggling with addiction, right? And you're trying to figure out how to get out of it. And my advice would be you have to transform your thinking and you can't live in your past. You have to stop the fixation on your situation and start thinking about the solution and what could go right versus what could go wrong, right? I did an episode a while back called Taking Back Our Power in Recovery, right? And this is deep because this is how we need to step into our new year with a fresh perspective, right? And this is so important, ladies and gentlemen. And and I'm I feel empowered now because no I after doing all of these episodes and you know learning every day, something as simple as, you know, I can't drive my car if I'm looking through the rear view mirror, I'm a crash. And I was, you know, and and living in my past, like do we identify, like in the episode we did with Holly, um, based on an article from Holly Whitaker, why I stopped calling myself an alcoholic, the subject came up, do we identify as an alcoholic and do we call ourselves alcoholic even though we're far removed from it? Maybe that may be a figment of our past, right? But it may be part of our unique construct like my opinion was part of my unique identity is that I suffer from the allergy of alcoholism meaning that I can't drink simply so I do identify with that but not before I identify with all the other beautiful things that make me who I am as a human being right so I identify with many things you know before I started drinking I was many things and even after I used to be a model you know I used to um I'm an artist you know um, I used to be a little athlete. Um, I'm a writer. I'm so many things, okay? So me, Pop Buchanan, I am more than my addiction. I conquered my addiction. I took away all the power from my addiction. And by reflecting on it and keeping it sometimes in my mind, it's just me keeping it kind of at bay and understanding where I'm at with it so I don't suffer from any delusions of the power of my addiction because I never want to go back there doesn't mean I have to live there ladies and gentlemen we do not have to live in our past so what does that mean we don't have to keep reliving the good old days or the bad times or the struggle you know um that doesn't always have to be you don't have to bring all of that baggage and negativity and ugliness from our past into 2020 We can leave it right there in 2019. We can leave it right there. Say, you know what? I'm stepping into my power. I'm stepping into my future. So I want to read notes now. Um, And it was a lot of bullet points. I mean, the power of Bishop T.D. Jakes in conjunction with Oprah Winfrey. Man, I'm talking about I couldn't stop writing, guys. So if you hear my pages moving, I was scribbling all over the place because I was thinking about you guys and how we could utilize this information. All right. So the next thing that stood out to me was um, we can only change what's going to happen. All right. We, you know, um, we, we, we can only change what's going to happen. Stop living in the space of yesterday. All right. So and this is deep because, again, 
Sometimes if we don't put certain things in perspective and you don't hear it a certain way, it doesn't quite register. For me, this kind of clicked like living in the space of yesterday. You know, you know, do I have to do we have to constantly live in in our past in that way? Like we're 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 trying to thrive. We're trying to move forward. But when in reality, we're in a mindset of the past and yesterday. Oh, what happened to me? What was done to me? You know, my pain, you know, the things that went wrong. Okay, we don't have to stay in that space. All right. Another thing that stood out was simply we can't be present today because or if we are present in the pain of our past. So let's say that again. We can't be present today if we are present in the pain of our past. Okay, so I have a lot of friends and people that I work with and a lot of people that deal with mental health issues and recovery and they have a, a issue with moving from the pain in their past. Like it's play, it replays in their mind and it puts them into a bad mental state causing depression. And what we call this in the mental health area is rumination, toxic ruminations. But sometimes some people without the right therapy, medication or um Um, intervention can't help but to constantly replay the negative things that happened to them that's called trauma that's pain and these pain points traps people in that reality right so they could have everything going for them in their present moment but they self-sabotage continuously because they're living in the space of yesterday so what i want to say to this is Again, let's go back to the beginning. Step out of your history and into your destiny. All right? We can't drive forward if we're looking through the rearview mirror. So, ladies and gentlemen, even though it's hard in 2020, this is the year where you might have to get psychotherapy if you need it. This is the year where you might have to go to a marriage counselor if you need it. You have to do something different. Like they say in Alcoholic Anonymous, it's one of the most beautiful, simplest statements ever. If nothing changes, nothing changes. So a lot of us have our New Year's resolutions, the ideas that this is going to be a different year, it's going to transform. But I'm going to tell you something, if you don't do anything different, it's just going to be a replay of 2018 and 2019. And we don't want that. Um, For me today, I could have called out, you know, I could have took a sick day. I wasn't feeling too well today. I had to travel really far to go to work today. And I said to myself, it's the first day of the year, bro. Like if you start, you know, if you start the new year out with calling out because you don't feel well, it's going to set a precedent. So go to work even if you don't feel well. It's too easy. So I chose to do the harder thing because I wanted to start off in a positive. And I felt immediately when I got to work, miraculously, all my symptoms went away. I had a heavy head cold. You know, I had a lot of nasal congestion. You know, I didn't feel too good. Went away. I felt perfect. You know, I just felt perfect. Then I got all this information. So God rewarded me for taking the higher road. So listen, nothing changes. Nothing changes. So now, as far as stepping out our history and into our past, 
we I mentioned something that T, Bishop T.D. Jakes and Oprah Winfrey was speaking about, and it was called the concept of transformative thinking. All right. Um, Bishop T.D. Jakes has a new book out, I believe, entitled Instincts. Um, go get the book, support it. I'm going to try to get the link of the book in the show notes. Um, but transformative thinking, let's look at that a little bit because, again, if we don't change the way we think, we're going to stay stuck in our predicament, right? Um, all right. So, like, like I don't know if you guys remember the great um, writer, motivational speaker, and psychiatrist and philosopher, Dr. William Dyer. He had a beautiful saying, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at begin to change, Right? And it used to always play with me, like the wordplay. I used to be like, change the way you look at things and the things you look at begin to change. And that's so true. If you change the way you look at your predicament, if you change the way you perceive your life, a lot of this is perception, right? I don't perceive myself as an addict, even though I suffer from alcohol addiction. I don't perceive myself as an alcoholic, even though I'm an alcoholic, I'm more than that. You understand? I'm not stuck in 2000, the year 2000 or the year 2009 or the year 2011 where things was a little rough. That's so far removed. I did so many things since then. I removed that. I erased my past. I do not identify with it. I understand it. But look, I can't get to the next level unless I'm focused on my future. All right. So I had to step out of my past. Look, I want all of us to take a moment. Really, it's 2020. I want you to imagine yourself. Say a prayer. Think about everything that you hold dear to yourself. And use that as a power. Use your imagination. Picture yourself taking a big step in your mind. And you're stepping. You're physically jumping and stepping out of your past. And while you're doing that, you're stepping into a destiny, your destiny, your new way of life. All right. It's important for us to visualize this. This is a an, this is an affirming statement. I spoke to you guys in great detail about the power of affirmations. Right. So when you start thinking about the negativity of your past, say, you know what? I'm stepping out of my history and into my destiny. All right. So. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is the fact that we breathe and we have life. So what Bishop T.D. Jakes said to me that stood out to me, he said, think about your breath and your life and the fact that you're breathing and that life you we woke up today and we're breathing and we have the power to complete what we were put here for we have a power we still have enough life in us to complete our destiny right and he said think about this someone died yesterday wishing they had the breath that you have today all right ladies and gentlemen someone died yesterday wishing on their last breath I wish I had another day. It would be so much. I wish today wasn't my last day. So we cannot take our breath, our life, our vitality, and our power, and the fact that we're here for granted. And one, and the point 
this went to the point was that we have a destiny to fulfill. A lot of us are working on things in our life that's not our true destiny. He was talking about the 80-20 of this. He was saying that we put 80% of energy in our lives working at a job or doing something we're really not good at, one, that doesn't make us happy and that doesn't fulfill our destiny. And then the twenty, the other twenty percent of our life, we go through pretending, and 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 trying to just figure it out. But what we need to do is try to figure out what we really was put here for. What's your passion? What excites you? What are you good at? What what are you really here? What motivates you? So this is the thought process I think we should take into the new year, all right? Because we want to move so far away from our addictions and that identity, and we really just don't want to settle there. Because I have a big belief that if we could conquer our addictions, and that's anything, process addictions, gambling, sex, shopping, internet, uh, um, social media addictions, eating disorders, mental disorders, alcohol, drugs, it doesn't matter. Once we conquer our addiction, we conquer the negative, a negative aspect of ourselves. We could conquer anything in our lives. So why stop there? You know, why stop there? Let's go all the way. Now, the subject and the theme this year has to be like, how do we highlight the benefits of a transformative life, not just a sober life now? So this is like Sober's Dope 2.0 because I definitely don't want to sing the same gospel from the first hundred episodes. I want to be like, okay, guys, we set the foundation in our recovery. We did that. We have we we put mental health in this perspective. We have all sorts of techniques in our Sober's Dope tool belt to walk into our future and be transformative and help other people. Now we need to talk about how do we use all of this information to transform ourselves, right? Into our empowerment and how do we take back our life and how do we really fulfill our destinies all right bishop td jakes goes on to say to begin a transformation you have to peel back the layers and go to your core so what he was talking about was and this was in a beautiful analogy sound like he had a um a, uh, uh, um, a basket of apples and He was using the apple as an analogy for our life, all right, for our life. And um, it was beautiful because he said, um, he said you have to um, peel back, all right? You have to, to begin the transformation, you have to peel back the layers and go into your core. And he said an apple is really an orchard. Right When you're looking at an apple, and this was an analogy for our life, and it really made sense. He said, if you're looking at an apple, it's really an orchard. It's final destiny. That one apple has the transformative properties and destiny to create a whole orchard that creates apples from time and time again. From one apple, its destiny is an orchard. But he said... In order to get to the highest potential, you have to get you have to get beyond the peeling and all the things that was piled up and on top of it. So think about our lives to get to the core of our life, to find that seed of transformation. 
We have to start peeling away and cutting away all of the layers, all of the things that we put on top of ourselves, the pressures of the world, maybe a bad upbringing, maybe the negativity of a parent or a bad relationship, maybe the mental abuse, whatever it is, we're human. We all suffer from our subconscious pre um, um, programming of being when we was kids. And then we pile up all of this stuff, the pressures on ourselves, the insecurity, our addictions, our mistakes, our sins, our shortcomings, all of that, right? And we layer it and layer it and it, and it makes it that much harder to get to the core. And how do we unleash our inner orchard? How do we unleash our inner seed? So... He says, imagine an apple is your life and you are trying to get your orchard out. You either have to rot to the core or cut to the cord. All right, ladies and gentlemen. The, so think about you either rot to the core of your, or your seeds of greatness, which is your orchard, your destiny, or you rot. All right. It's only two ways to get to a core of an apple. Either rots away, right, or you got to cut away. All right, to get to that core. So we don't want to be rotting away in our life, you know, just not to fulfill our destiny. We want to be cutting away and we have to just make sure that's removing all the layers that we put on ourselves, the the, the mistakes, the sadness, the shortcomings, the negative self-talk. So think about that analogy. He goes on to say, peel away all the things you had to be. So you can get to the core of what you were created to be. All right. Think about that beautiful statement. Peel away all the things that you had to be. A lot of us had to be things that we have to live up to what people expect us to be. What the world expected us to be. We have to be incarcerated by the titles that people put on us. The expectations. And it leads us to sometimes pretend. And to try to live up to a, a, a forced way of life. That doesn't resonate with who we truly are. So we got to start to peel away all the things we had to be. You know. I stopped trying to do that. Even as a hip hop artist man. Like I'm like look. Most rappers talk about. Or we have a broad spectrum, right? I'm a hip hop artist. I love hip hop, so I'm not gonna. I can't downplay what I'm what I'm a part of. But I remember when I was a younger artist, I used to perpetuate more of the negative stigmas um, because I was an artist and because I was living in that environment. So I thought it was more cool to talk about the negative aspects of growing up, um, you know, um, in Brooklyn, um, or just being in, you know, just being a young cat in the inner cities and in the urban area, you're exposed to everything, right? You watch the news, you see it, you have friends who may be into this and friends who may be, your ex kids are exposed to everything, right? But I could have chose when I was younger to rap about you know, or the, the positive things I was exposed to, but I tended to rap about, you know, the 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 drug lifestyle, the shoot 'em up lifestyle, the street stuff and stuff like that, because it was cool. It was what it was sad to say, it was what sold records. It was what people wanted to hear. It was what the radio rewarded you with. Yo, you got a hot song and you talking about all that crazy stuff. 
You got a single, you're a hit, you know? Soon as you start talking about consciousness or something cool and positive, oh, nobody want to hear that. Nobody want to party and dance to that. So it was a negative, um, it was just the whole process, the whole thought process of doing that. Hip-hop was just a, it was sad because you have artists who's like, y'all would love to talk about positive stuff, but I won't be able to support my family, so I got to address the negatives, right? I had to peel away so much of myself to learn myself to say, you know what? I don't care about that. I'm just going to rap about me, right? So that could be good, bad, or ugly. It's a lot to pop you can in, but I'm just going to rap about me. I'm not going to pretend to be something I'm not. I'm not going to purport. I'm not going to promote things that doesn't resonate with me, even if I live that lifestyle. Now, follow me. Even if I live that stuff that I, that I was rapping about right? That's neither here or there. I still don't need to be associated or perpetuate that because I could be better than that. So what are you pretending to be? What titles are you living up to? That's not your real title. You know, who are you really? What's your real destiny? Someone may be telling you, you're the best hairdresser on your planet, but you're really an astronaut. You really just want to study astronomy and fly a space shuttle, right? But someone's telling you, because I was a hairdresser, you're going to be a hairdresser. Someone else may say, you know, um, you're going to run the family business. You're perfect for it, right? You're going to run this bowling alley. You've been in our family for 10 generations. Meanwhile, you have the cure of the cure for cancer inside your mind. And you think about this stuff all day, but you don't think anyone around you understands it because they're not on your level. So you start to pretend. You start to forget about your dreams and you start to start reading bowling magazines and you start, next thing you know, you're running a bowling alley and you're miserable and you're probably suffering from an addiction because you didn't follow what you truly was called to be. So how do we peel away these layers? How do we get to the core and the seeds of our destiny? How do we get to the core of who we are in our humanity and really start to grow we have to be honest with ourselves we have to practice radical honesty and we can't speak we gotta we have to stop fronting for other people stop pretending even on social media be yourself let 2020 be the year where you show your true self i started this in 2018 2017 man i just said you know what I'm not, when I started doing music again in 2016, I just said, you know, I'm letting go of everything that I used to be and all the pretending. I'm not fronting for nobody. You know, I sold all my jewelry. I was like, I'm not into all of that. I'm keeping my, my wardrobe simple. I never liked all the flashy stuff. I never, I didn't care. You know, I was driving, well, luckily, because I have a company car, but, you know, I was driving a regular Toyota Prius when I was accustomed to driving Maseratis and stuff like that. That's the stuff that we were into and I just was like now I'm like well why would I drive a Maserati the only way I would drive a Maserati is if I could afford it 20 times over like you know it would have to be a mathematical equation to make me buy it where I could afford it and I would have to really like it I would not buy it because I think it'll make me more cool or it'll make someone else cool so you see what I'm saying ladies and gentlemen we just have to stop fronting stop putting our highlight reels out there and learn to just find out who you are Uh, the next thing that the bishop said that I loved he said do a self-inventory, a radical self-inventory. Now, we talk about this in um, 12 Steps, the moral inventory, but this is more like 
the objective of this inventory is to find out who you really are. Like, how do you, they talked about how do you change the room? When you walk in the room, how do you change it? What contributes, what contributions do you give to the world? Who are you really? So like, here's, here's what we could do. Call up two or three of your closest friends that know who you are now in your recovery, who watch you in your recovery or just who you are and ask them, look, how do I make you feel? What, what, what do you like about me? What do you think of my strengths and weaknesses? What do you feel like I could do? What is my potential? How do I make you feel? Because the point of this transformative thinking is to try to uncover who we really are and what we're really good at and what we may be destined to be. Some of us are here operating on 20% of, of our potential and we're supposed to be tapping into the other 80 right? And the, you want to be on a, the, the, the latter side of that 80-20 rule. You want to be on operating close to 90% of your true self. And imagine how happier you'll be, right? Which bring, And how much more energy you will be. Brings me to my next point. He said, everybody is tired and exhausted. Bishop TBJ said he never seen a group of humanity this tired and exhausted. So you notice you go around and you talk to people and you're like, how you doing today? I'm tired, man. And I hear this all day. Even myself, I have to catch myself. Right. And and he said that he never 30 year olds, 20 year olds, you know. What's up? Nah, man, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. And this is why he said everybody is tired and exhausted. He said it's because we are pretending. We are pretending and it's so exhausted. Getting up every day, pretending that you're happy with your job, pretending that you're happy with your life the way it is. Maybe you're not. So we have to do this moral inventory. He also says... When you can be who you really are and were fit to be and what you were created to be and function from that place of comfortability, then you'll stop working in your life. Nothing to feel like work. It'll feel like you get up every day and you have unlimited energy and happiness because you you would you 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 when you when you can be who you really are. Now, ask yourself right now, it's 2020. Can you really be who you truly are? Are the people in your life allowing that? Are you allowing that? Are you being honest with yourself? Who you were fit to be? Fit? Like maybe you was made to be like something so much more beautiful and amazing than what you are now because you settled or you gave up. Right? And what you was created to be? Do you think that the way the universe and God put everything together so beautifully, each one of us doesn't have a special gift, gift to give to someone? All right. We and and the bishop qualifies this by saying, by stating that we all have a gift to give to the world. So you have to ask yourself, what was my unique gift? What am I really passionate about? What am I really good at? This is all part of you stepping into your destiny and stepping out of your past and out of your history. The more we ask these questions, the more we're going to start living in the present moment. Because now we're challenging ourselves to think about ourselves in a special way that could change everything about our lives. Right? 
doesn't mean you have to run out and quit your job. But I'm not talking about anything that's impractical. I'm talking about a long-term plan, but then you could transform your mind instantly today. I'm going to tell you something. Not like I would have never found my sobriety if I just didn't transform my mind that day. I transformed everything about myself in that moment when I got on my knees and started to pray to God in the middle of the street. Because I immediately <coughs> stopped and said to myself, I'm done. This is it. I don't want to live like this. And I went directly to my absolute um, protector, my highest point. My natural instinct said, you got to go to God. Get on your knees and pray to God right now because you have nowhere else to go and this ends today. And that's my history. That's done. I'm done. I'm seven years. Seven years later, I transformed. So... Many of us in the community also have our own unique stories, you know. Um, you know, I get, I got the emails where guys, to, you know, someone may decide, I don't want to do this no more. I love my family. I want to change. I have to stop. Then they stop. And then now their life is different. So now let's take it to the next step. Let's do what we did with our recovery, with our lives, we want to go all the way to the next step. We want to be who we truly are. We want to unleash our gift to the world. Find out what that is. Activate our true purpose and really live a life where we no longer have to pretend. Like, I don't really... I, I'm glad I never have to pretend to be anything in my recovery. I'm just who I am. I don't go out and now and try to party like I used to. I just don't have it in me. I'm not that person no more. I stop pretending. It takes a little bit of while for my friends to adjust. They adjusted and, you know, back like years ago, my friends was like, nah, you know, I think Pop changed. He's really different. He's mad calm now. He's not as wild as he used to be. He doesn't do all of that stuff no more. He's very, very measured now. And that's just who he is. He's not pretending. He just doesn't had the same um you know he stepped out of his history and he stepped into his destiny right and i'm still finding that out all right so oprah asks td jakes how do we get to the core and he says you have to learn about yourself some of us have to date ourselves and he said inventory yourself and get to know who you are all right ladies and gentlemen all right um and this also touched me when the bishop said, we, when we allow the assignments and actions of people, and I, I added, and our addictions to determine our destiny, we have given our power away, all right? Don't be imprisoned by your past and your addiction. So let's not be prisoned or imprisoned by our addiction, all right? We don't have to hold on to that and make that our identity, being a host of a sober podcast, I still have to be like, yeah, that's still not my identity, all right? I could do 20 different podcasts on 20 different subjects. You guys know that. I could do a podcast on health, a podcast on spirituality, a podcast on hip-hop, a podcast on diets, a podcast on metaphysics. Pop, you can't, and I got a lot of layers to me, right? So I'm not just, oh, the sober guy, that's just an aspect of me that's very important to me. Right. But I'm not limited. I will not be imprisoned by my addiction or my past or what people perceive me as or the assignments that they give me. Right. So be careful. Don't allow assignments and people and actions um, determine your destiny and take your power away. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Um I love this too. Stop thinking from a place of pain and what you did. 
Stop thinking from a place of what happened to you and start thinking from a place of who you are. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, don't give away your power. Don't be imprisoned by what happened to you. Get to the core of what you really are and what you were created to be. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my 2020 episode. This is my advice for the new year. This is the theme, all right? So this is Sober is Dope 2.0. I'm not changing the name or anything. This is for us, though. We know this. All right. We have about 100 episodes that we could go to and really put our addictions in perspective. We have the motivational 2020 episodes. We have a lot of instructions. We have the prayer episodes, the spiritual warfare episodes, the mental health episodes. We have a lot of tools here. Now, let's start to unravel these layers of ourselves, embrace who we truly are, try to discover who we truly are. And what we were truly destined to be. And that will be where our longevity, our longevity, transformation, and happiness will truly lie. From stepping out of our history and stepping into our destiny. Ladies and gentlemen, I love you all. All right? Happy 2020. This is January 2nd. You know, this is the first work day. Everyone's back to business. But we will not step into 2020 with anything from 2019. Our past will be there and we're moving in and we're brand new. All right. You're listening to the Sober is Dope podcast. I'm your host, Pop Buchanan. I'll catch you guys on the other side.